Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1233 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, Mark Spector will be jumping us, uh, joining us in studio here momentarily. He's uh, he, Apparently, he just had a donair. So I don't like stealing other guys' sticks. So uh, I, I don't know where we're going to go with that. But uh, anyhow, I mean, what's next? We're going to come up with goal songs now for each of the Oilers players. Uh, anyhow, this is uh, Oilers Now, uh, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. I will uh, tell you, as soon as I can find the script, where did the script go? Okay, there's that page. Okay, this page goes here. That's what happened. I jumped ahead of myself there. Some guests and orders now receive guest certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Now open for lunch Monday through Friday at 1130 a.m. Hey, uh, Brendan, if you are listening from Roos Chris, you know, it's Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Rebecca the staff orders now sent you. Uh, yes, Mark Spector will be popping a headset on here in uh, about 19 seconds' time. This text comes to us uh, saying, Bob, the Oilers have played 14 games in the last 26 days with only one of those back-to-back. The San Jose Sharks have played 13 games in 26 days with four back-to-backs, not hearing any excuses from Silicon Valley. Just saying that the team's fatigued. They've run their top-end guys a lot, and they've got injuries on the fence because the last five games have not been pretty for Edmonton. They've been uh, dramatically outshot, especially in the third periods. And uh, San Jose's got a better team than Edmonton. Like, I would say San Jose's pushing to be a top eight team. I don't know if they're there all the time. The Oilers are not a top eight team. The Oilers are a 10 through 22 team. All right, Stoffer Inspector. Normally every Tuesday, Craig Simpson requested a move. Mark Spector, he's such a good guy. He was kind enough to do that. How was your donair? Oh, man. You See, you can, I'm a sucker for a donair. Are you? Yeah. You, you can eat them. I eat them, and I get even fatter. So, uh, oh man! But you used, know, used to be the standing joke, right? When we used to skate media <laughs> hockey about twenty five years ago, that I perpetually couldn't get under two hundred and fifteen. I was always around. I'd come in at two seventeen, two eighteen, yeah, or two twenty seven, or two twenty eight, or no, that was about five years later. <laughs> now it's two forty. You know, I always feel like I put a burger on all all summer long on my barbecue. So when I go out for something like that, I never get a burger. You go into the guy's name is Malachi's. 
right on 91st there and yeah. 51st Ave, 91st Street. On my way here, right, coming yeah. off Cornell, yeah. there's that guy's doing our shop. And, you know, my truck just pulls in there like I don't even steer it. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. I am well fed right now. Well, good for you. <laughs> Let's talk hockey, Bob. I'm ready to go. In my case, I'd be adding another chin if I had one of those oh, right now. Man. So I might bring one home for supper. There you go. All right. Uh, do you agree with my categorization of the Oilers? They're a 10 through 22 team in this league. They're not a top eight team. They're not a bottom eight team. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, I think that's exactly where I would put them as well, which is where I think we thought they'd be a team that would uh, that can make the playoffs and will be right there in the conversation to the end. And uh, I like to say that they should make the playoffs but that puts them exactly we'll get to we'll get to the 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 confusion over the goal last night uh, in a second uh ken hitchcock nine four and two but it hasn't been pretty really since the middle of the second period the sequence matt benning takes not a very smart penalty against colorado uh with a trip as milan lucic had vacated the zone the orders end up shorthanded. Clefbaum takes one off his pinky. Russell's already out of the game at that point. Yep. And from they've the middle, struggling since then. They've basically been struggling since then. Well, and their defense is, I said they're average at best when they got all their guys. Now they're down two. Their top four. Maybe we shouldn't be. Throw Secker in there. That's three of their top, top four. Well, three of their top five. And okay. and I don't. And the concern I have with Secker is I have no clue as to what he's going to give the orders. No, me, right? Me is that fair? Oh, totally fair. Okay, so here we go, Mark. I mean, the last uh, the last four and a half games. I mean, it was uh, Shakey's Pizza in Winnipeg in the third. They got outshot seventeen to two. Talbot played great. Yep. But David hits the post in overtime. Then they come back home for a game. The Flyers were Edmonton was right for the pick, and it's just Philly was in such dysfunction they couldn't capitalize. They go to the, yes, the Oilers go to Vancouver. Didn't deserve to win. Vancouver's better than them. Yeah, Vancouver was the better team in that game, and, and so was St. Louis last night. So, and so, Hitch is nine four and two. You'll take that, right? Oh, right for now. sure. I think what we've got here is, you know, I think the new car smell is off of Hitch a little bit here. Uh, we watch it in every team in every sport when the new coach comes. The same players that got the old coach fired somehow get better for a while, right? They the team improves, they win some games. So we've done that here, and I think we're past that now. Now I think Todd McCullough or, or Ken Hitchcock has Todd McCullough's players, and he needs to figure out how to win with them. The the bloom is you know the the new coach thing is over, and uh, I what I like about Hitch, I don't know if you make it to the. Post game uh, Hitchcock address. I'm on the air night. doing doing yeah. our network post game right, so show. So you don't see that or hear that. But we asked him about the power play last night, and what I like about Hitch is he just says, "I know what's wrong with it, and we're going to fix it." He said, "We don't have enough movement on our flanks. There's a few things we got to do. I got two practices going to be up. different. I'm telling you right don't now. Don't worry about it. We're going to fix this. There's going to be different personnel too. That yeah, is a given. That first sure. unit. I'm not convinced that first that, that five man units that we yeah. saw rolled out last night. Is going to stay. I would move Nugent Hopkins if it was me to the second unit because I think he can drive a second unit on the power play. I think, how about this? I think Connor McDavid's probably the best five on five player in the world, Mark, but he's not a great power play guy. I think Ryan Nugent Hopkins, five on five, is not an overly productive player. He's an exceptional power play guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would have Nuge run his own power play and then have a competition between the two units and get a right shot in the spot where Nugent Hopkins is at right now. Would you still run four forwards on your top unit? Sure. Okay. So who do you who do you uh, replace Nugent Hopkins with? Pulleyarby? Raddy? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. 
I mean, the the issue with power plays now is there's there's because PKs have become so aggressive. There's a great deal of passing and a great deal of decision making before we get to the point where you can utilize, let's say, yes, Apolyarvi's one timer. We saw a glimpse of a nice shot last night when yeah. he scored, and he hasn't but, consistently proven that at the NHL no, no, level no, for sure. But before you get to the point where he's pulling the trigger, you got to get that thing transported into the zone. You got to pass it around enough till we get set up and we get ready to make some plays. And I'm not sure he, he can handle the, the back end, the shooting part. I'm not sure he's ready for the. All right, end. do they have the best zone entry player in the world in McDavid right now? Uh, well, as good as you need, right? You know, as good as you need. I mean, Nurse is not a lead offensive defenseman. He's a good all around D. He's going to be a three. Yeah. That's what he's going to end up being. So, do you put Weidman back in? Or do you go with seven defensemen? Well, there you go. Weidman's assets are to be on display on a, on a power play, but I think the, his ability to win battles during the actual game is what keeps him out of the line. I think you also have to contemplate uh, spell and chase on with McDavid and Drysaddle. He can't play the minutes. There's they, not, yeah. not, not enough speed through the neutral ice with him. Good player. It's been a terrific story. think he can help this group moving forward. I would definitely consider re-signing him. But he can't play every day with those guys every minute up front. Cause he just every wears, minute of every game. Just so wears, maybe you he, find a way to pull Raddy wears. off your fourth line and, and give him a few of Chase On's minutes on the first line. Some, if whether can, it's yeah. Raddy or Pogliarvi, whoever it is. I, I actually wonder whether or not they go seven defensemen against Tampa. I'm serious. And use Weidman on the power play. Mm, could be. You know, I mean, how much production that have, are they getting out of their... 12th, 13th, and 14th forwards right now. I mean, and that, that does not speak. How's Spooner been for you? Yeah, he's not getting anything done. Was Strom better? Kara could be uh, suspended, by the way. Yeah, he could be. But just on that play, and, and we, geez, we've gone 13 minutes. We haven't even discussed the uh, goal yet. Just on the, the, the Kara play, and he could be suspended. Well, that was a pretty hefty cross-check. He got cross-checked, too. I know I did. I, hey, they, I like a player who, when you cross-check me in the head, and um, who was the player? Uh, Vince Dunn. Vince Dunn. And he got fined for that today. I assume he's got some priors because his wasn't so bad, but it was a cross-check in the head. Yeah. I'm okay with my player saying, you want to play cross-check in the head? Here's one five times worse. But in today's NHL, that puts you on the carpet. Like, I have no problem with what Kara did, but I suspect that he will have gained himself a Well, a he's going to be missed because he has become a useful. Last night, until he got tossed out, he, was, he wasn't just the Oilers' best forward. He was the Oilers' best player because Caleb Jones got picked a star. And has, I mean, Caleb Jones, Mark, he's on the verge here of moving past Matt Benny. I mean, he's, he's playing more minutes. Benning's going to have to make a commitment here moving forward in his career. Like, he's going to have to really, because he's not quick enough and he's not strong enough, and he's going to have to put some significant work in the offseason. He is smart enough Yep. when he's not too emotional. Like, he's got good instincts. You can tell he's been raised the right way as to how to play. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, it is 1243 at Edmonton. Uh, has Kara and Paul Yarby benefited the most from playing for Ken Hitchcock? Uh, certainly, especially when you go from the old coach to the new coach. Every player gets a fresh slate, right? Gets yeah. a clean board. Uh, and Pugliarvi required that more than most. And Ken Hitchcock really has taken the player under his wing a little bit. Yeah, A lot of coaches would have said, great, leave him in the minors. Tell me when he's ready. Yeah. You know, and Hitch brought him up here and he's using him. So for sure, Pugliarvi... I mean, Kara was getting scratched under Todd McCall. Yeah, but and I think that I'm not blaming the coach for that, though. I, I think Kara's issue is I've seen Kara play at this level before, and then it goes away for a long yeah. time. So give me this Jujar Kara 
you know, nine games out of ten. He played for my team all day. He's a good player. But what we've seen in his past is he gives you five of these games and then he goes away for ten. So that has to change. Or Hitchell treat him the same way McClellan did. Those two guys have a lot of fans in this market. Jujarakera and yes, Apoliarvi. They got a lot of people pulling for him. I get that. Anytime you tweet about those two players... You take a look at uh, maybe you don't monitor interaction because you've blocked so many guys, spec. But no, I can no. I can tell you which players, just judging from the text on our Heartland Ford text line at six thirty six thirty, fans like those players, and coaches tend to like big players, and both those guys yep. are bigger bodies. Yep. Twelve forty four. When we come back, what are Mark Spector's favorite topics? Officiating. First, we'll discuss we'll discuss the whole review situation on goals. Do we even need to discuss Connor McDavid? It was a complete non-factor last night, but we'll get to it. This is Oilers Now. This is Oscar Clefbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. Now, some of the prognosis on Clefbaum was that it could be six to eight weeks. Uh, I have broken my pinky finger before, and uh, though I lack the speed, talent, agility, coordination, toughness, and character and discipline to play in it, it's still technically busted yeah. uh, but uh, let me turn you up here Mark would not surprise me if it's less than six weeks just uh, I'm going to hazard a guess for Clef Blanc. So the deal with defensemen and fingers any player in fingers uh, it's the vibration of the stick. Right. When you take a slap shot it's a vibra- when you take a hard pass the stick vibrates that's if a vibration of your stick is going to make the injury worse you can't play that's right. all there is to it. So we'll see uh, wouldn't surprise me if it's just a little less than six weeks. Okay. Uh, so how many options? We'll get to last night's call in a second. How many options does Ken Hitchcock have right now in terms of Oof. altering what he's doing? Well, certainly on defense, it's zero. Okay. <laughs> right? And frankly, he can't find 12 productive forwards. So Anybody you're disappointed in? Well, the, I'm disappointed in the whole the, the Cassian-Lucic-Brodziak line because they have the puck. Yeah. Like they're ma- they're fulfilling their mandate most nights of owning the biscuit for their uh-huh. whole shift, but something has to happen. Like it, I'm not, they don't even barely it barely even gets to the net. It's in the corners. It's behind the net. It's what we used to say about George Larac. If they had to turn the net around, he'd put the net in the corner. He'd have led the league in scoring. Right? Uh, those guys need to take a step here. They're not rookies. What do you think about Spooner? Oh, Spooner's. There's nothing there for me. I don't. I don't get trading a, a, a winger, a more expensive winger, even though the Rangers are picking some up. Uh, you trade a winger for a center in, Dil- in uh, Ryan Strom. I don't get it. Ryan Strom. At least we knew what you had here. To me, he's a better player than Spooner. Okay. Uh, I don't get that trade. I don't know. What well, so far to date, Spooner has not shown that he's a better player than Strom. And there's another part of the Strom equation, and that is he he did kill penalties. Uh, he was trying to reinvent himself a bit. I mean, I don't know if he's the type of guy that you necessarily, I hate using this term, but go to war with. But he also was a very popular teammate. Okay. And so that was... That yeah, chemistry's de- worth something, especially you know, that when you tra- about a third-line guy. That trade got made uh, three days before Todd McClellan was fired. What's the old adage? First yeah. you make a trade, then you fire yeah, the coach. That's, and that's what that trade was. That trade was a, a very veiled, uh, very, very see-through attempt at we're trying to make a trade i mean if you're telling me that my job's hanging on ryan spooner you'd fire me now (laughs) save the trade right just let me go so that was goofy uh versus talbot yeah what do you think i thought talbot was fabulous last night he gave him a puncher's chance like he played he he played held him in yeah 
you know, and then he gets the this goofy replay goal. And Hitchcock's right. The strength of the team's in goal. Well, it's so here's, goal. What I, here's what I see. Okay. Well, and I'm going to say this so you can say you heard it here first. Oilers hang around. Oilers are doing all right. Trade deadline's coming. They're sitting, let's say, where they are now. Wild card, close to third spot in the Pacific. Yeah. Uh, Talbot's game continues to go north, and I think we can say that it's been yeah. trending north. I think what you end up doing, because both Koskinen and Talbot are free agents, I think you end up trading, likely Talbot, okay. to someone who needs a goalie. You get back some draft picks from a contender because they don't want to give you players because they're contending. You take those draft picks, you send, ship them off to a, a St. Louis or someone who's collecting draft picks at the deadline. And get another asset. And you get an asset. You basically turn Talbot, uh, or theoretically Koskinen, but at this point Talbot, and you turn them into a uh, scoring winger. How about that for fun? Uh, well, the longer you wait, the less money is going to become an issue for the team. You can also eat some of the money as well in the Talbot deal to drive up the price. There might be a competitive Eastern Conference team that would have some interest in possibly... Know. Someone's goalie gets hurt. You know? Or possibly somebody that's gone through a seismic shift with their goaltending over the last couple of years and has got a couple of good young goaltending prospects and might be willing to move one that's probably got a higher ceiling than the guys the Oilers have that can step in and play right now. Would somebody take on, if someone who, if Cam Talbot is playing well and looking again, uh, you know, as he did last night, like a guy that can play number one minutes, you know, would a team like Jersey say, well, we'll take him for the last two months of the year and we'll think about signing him? Just throwing it out there, Bob. Yeah, maybe a team in that division. Yeah. All right, uh, twelve fifty-two at Edmonton. You can text us at six thirty, six thirty on our Heartland Ford text line. Wow, we've danced around. Yeah. I, 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 Philly's I, dying for a goalie. Philly's dying for one. Yeah. Somebody said to me Pittsburgh. You know they've got some young goaltending prospects. Mm. You know, uh, who else? What the Islanders? Carolina. The Islanders are using. Um, uh, Robin Leonard. 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 And he's yeah. been okay? He's been okay. There's probably six or seven different. I would, I would, looking I would definitely trade him to the East. Jimmy Howard is another guy that's out there, yeah. and he's playing pretty well, too. Yeah. Uh, I think we both see that with Koskinen, there's you – know you know what I noticed with him? He's, you see how – because you're down there early some days, too. Mm-hmm. You see he's he's out there. He's right out early. And, yeah, I and will, so both both I their goalies – shed are, any shade on Cam Town. No, no, no. Both goaltenders are working their butts off here. But the order, the orders – you know what? Both guys are good goalies. Like well, Both guys are going to be expensive goalies. I think that's the main thing. I'd you can only have, sign one. If I'm the coach, I want both those guys on my team. But can I can't have – right. If, if Koskinen stays this good all year, he's going to be a probably a $4 million goalie, Bob. Yeah. And Cam Talbot currently makes, does he not make $4 million? So you mentioned the Spooner trade. Can't have them both. You mentioned the Spooner trade, and right now you don't really get that deal. And, you know, Shirelli and Keith Kretzky know Ryan Spooner. And, you know, they they turned Everly to Strom, and Strom didn't see a lot of time at right wing, and I'm not sure he's a right wing. I I know the Rangers are playing him on the wing mostly. Um, So that's one that a lot of fans are looking at going, come on, what are you guys doing? But conversely, you can't argue with what's happened with Koskin. He is... Nope. He is delivered. They they stepped up. They signed him to the one year deal at two point five million. It's been good so far. Oh, big time! Yeah. You know, uh, listen, when we I remember sitting in this room with you, Bob, and neither of us knew a darn thing about Miko Koskinen. Okay, right. all we know is he played eight years ago. He's thirty years old. No goalies from the K ever come over here and turn out to be any good. Frankly, right? The the track record is right. almost nil. 
And you and I, the only thing that can be going on here is Peter Chiarelli sees a guy who can not only will he be able to play this year, but he will challenge Cam Talbot as your number one goalie next year. That could be the only game plan. And we both looked at each other, Bob, and said, okay, well, let's see how this plays out. Well, it's played out exactly the way Chiarelli who, wanted it to. Who heads up the Finnish Ice Hockey Federation? Who runs the show? Uh, Yerry Curry. Okay. Sure, but so who listen, would you, there's no secrets over there, Bobby. The guy's playing in the case, playing in St. Petersburg. Who was well, Finland's Scully. goaltender in the Olympics? Uh, Koskinen. okay. Right? Yeah, sure. So we have a battle in goal. There's no question about that. It's 12.55 in Edmonton. Uh, all right, we'll talk about officials and the confusion over last night's goal. Uh, coming up in our next segment, I do want to tell you, as soon as I can find it on the script... Where did it go? Where did it go? There it is. Uh, you can book now with New West Travel. Oilers fans join Oilers now and two great roadies coming up. Speck's been there, Nashville and Vegas. He's not survived either. Uh, you can see the Oilers playing two of the most exciting arenas in the National Hockey League. These Oilers now packages include airfare accommodation, game tickets, a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, and a welcome reception with myself and special guests, plus parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Visit now. Hey, it's a great Christmas gift as well. Check it out, newwesttravel.com, 780-432-7446. Off to a, oh, we got about uh, 30 seconds, respect, 30 seconds. Text us at 630-630. Bonneville says, Bob, so six months ago, Talbot was going to have a turnaround year and take them to the promised land. Now you guys are trading them. Now you're trading them, Bob. No, what we're saying is both goaltenders are assets out there because they can both stop the puck. They're both good goalies, yeah. and logic dictates you can only sign one because you're going to need to sign one at probably $4 million. You can They're- only keep the one of the two guys, assuming right. they both play very well. Yeah. You're only keeping one next year. Right. Both are and- UFAs, and if you hang on to two UFA goalies till the end of the year and let one walk for free, that's not good business, and Bob. you know what else? They both know where each other stands because they're talking all the time. Well, you know that in terms of negotiation. You don't think Talbot knows what's happening around You don't here? think the guys... The Pittsburgh's got two UFA centers, all right? Yep. So they got Derek Broussard and they got Riley Shan. You don't think those guys aren't having conversations? Hey, are they talking to you yet? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. That's how it works. Yep. Eileen Bell up next with the Global News Weather Traffic Update. Mark Spector's favorite topic and mine as well. Officiating and uh, understanding video review when we come back. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.